0: Happy New Year, everyone. Welcome to the CU Podcast. The first of the year. Happy New Year! The last year of the teens 2019, January 1st. I think it's the first time we're doing a New Year's podcast. I, I believe so. That's Ian Ferguson.
1: We're ready for the roaring 20s. I'm
0: Pat Concha We are getting
1: ready for the roaring 20s. Yeah. <laughs> Something tells me they won't be as festive
0: as they were 100 years ago.
1: We can only hope. <laughs>
0: Um, we're rocking in, we're rocking in the new year with you all here. We'll be talking about, what are we talking about? Why don't you run down
1: some of the topics? Oh, we're talking page. about the SimCity NES ROM being released. We're talking about Soldier Boy having those consoles taken away. Uh, we're talking about the Dreamcade replay, uh, being a horrible hunk of shit. And, uh... Bandersnatch! A little bit more. Yeah, Bandersnatch. Bandersnatch. Yeah,
0: um... So my New Year's Eve last year wasn't the best. I never got into it. I won't get into that. This is a better, better New Year's because I, I didn't feel some some crushing sort of de- depression. Some some really weird personal thing happened last year, right before New Year's. It didn't happen this year, so that's good. That's good. So a positive all, all
1: around. Ian, how'd you, how did you spend New Year's? Yeah, Vonnie and I hung out and I made chicken wings. Chicken? Oh, okay. Now yeah. I'm hungry. And I'm fasting.
0: Damn it. Um, so. I did have a horrible experience, though, with the post office. So if you listen to the Nostrocon podcast, you're an avid listener, Ian. Yes. You have a t-shirt. Every everything. single one. <laughs>
1: Do you have a t-shirt for that? No, I don't. Okay. So I should.
0: <laughs> I, sh- I should just have the list of all the YouTubers that backstabbed me that appeared on, on, the, on the podcast. Oh, yeah. That'd be list. fun. Um, so I fucked up my phone. First curse of the New Year. Sorry. I messed up my phone. That should be a New Year's resolution. Uh, I screwed up my phone water damage. I didn't back up anything, so I got to, like, get a forensics guy to, to look into it. So, I ordered... It's, it's the iPhone 6S, which is a fine phone. It's still fine. They, they sell them new still for, like, 450 for 128 gigs. I upgraded from the 64. I could have stick, stick with the 64. But there was one on eBay for, like, 240, like, used. But it, they're fine if they're used. You yeah. can even swap out the battery yourself if the battery you know, the battery drains after a while it, it doesn't hold the charge as much. So... Um, I ordered it uh, literally on on Christmas Day. And so I wanted to get it by Saturday because – but, you know. So I went online and I saw that it was, it was delivered to a post office, but it was too late. So then Monday comes around. And, like, my phone is my life. Business pe- – uh, personal pe- uh, contacts, business. And everyone t- was texting me wondering what the hell happened to the pack. I'm usually pretty quick at responding uh, to texts. Uh, so I get the I get the message that – from via the tracking that it was at – one of the local post offices, the Midway post office, it was at in the morning. I wanted to catch it before it went out for delivery because the mail isn't delivered here till late afternoon. So I figured okay. I can, I'm going to the gym in the morning at like 9 a.m. I can pick it up. I got the tracking number with me. Let's do this. Let's set out to the good old Midway post office. And boy, if that wasn't the most miserable experience I had to end a <laughs> shitty 2018, I walk in, I stand in line with my tracking number. I walk to the, there's two two desks uh, set up. Everyone at the post office, this is, I'm not, I'm just, this is an Asian thi- thing. The the youngest person in the post office is like 55 years old when you walk in. Most of them, usually they're older people. So you. I walk into this woman who looks, she looks like she wants to murder me before I say anything to begin with. She's just like, mmm. she has a thick uh, Eastern European accent. I I say hey, you know uh, this. I know the package at the post office. I here's a tracking number. I like to, you know, I, li- I like to be able to see if it's here. I can pick it up, you know. And she said, "Oh, I can't do that here. You got to if your pickup is is at the at the door next to me." I'm like, "Okay." Customer service wasn't the best, but you know, it wasn't she wasn't o- overtly rude. I walk to I slide ten feet to the side where a guy just does pickup of items. Mm-hmm. It's a gentleman in his fifties. Um. And, and, you know, I say, yeah, hey, here's my tracking number. I'd like to see if it's here, uh, if I can pick it up early. And he goes, oh, I, I, you know, I don't have a computer here. I can't do that. And I'm like, okay. Okay.
1: <laughs> All right. So. Which post office is this? Midway. Okay. Midway the, Point Loma. The Ocean so, Beach one never even gives me that much trouble.
0: Oh, I've had trouble there, too. I won't get into it. So I'm like,
1: okay. All right.
0: All right. I don't know what you have here, sir. I go back into line again. Thankfully, it's only two people deep at this point. The woman, we'll just call her Olga at this point. You know, about 60, bleach blonde hair, miserable woman. She sees me in line again. She gives me this eye like, oh, you fucker, you son of a bitch. And I'm like, oh, my God. And there's two people. So, I, the choice, so I'm choice. i have like, oh, my God, please let me get the, the hopefully nicer woman. She can't be meaner. Right. But no, I don't. So I walk over and she's like giving me the stink eye the whole time. And I'm like, okay, um, the gentleman said I should come back here. In order to get the tracking number, she says, I told you, I can't do it. This is a, this is a cash. Like, this is cash only. I don't, I'm like, I'm like processing my head. First of all, who does cash only in 2009, 2018 still, but 2019. But in my head, I'm like, they don't have a computer to ring things up and to calculate out costs and to track things. Like you have a computer. They're not weighing stuff on a gram scale like you're like right. you weighing out drugs in the '70s. So she she gets testy with me like it's my fault for not knowing this with her after the guy sent me back over. So she says, "Well, you got to go over there to, to to that." I'm like, "Where where am I going?" It's like you got to go over there to the to the but ca- she's not there yet. So then she gets annoyed that she has to go get a person, a third employee. She has to get a third employee to come help out this sorry sack of shit who just wants to see if his package is there at the post office. So I'm, I'm still, I'm still staying calm at this point. I'm like, okay, I've had have had the best experiences. So I go walk to the end, and so she walks away. We'll just call her Olga. And she, ta- and she, she approaches this uh, Asian woman, probably in like her mid fifties again. The average Asian woman is here like fifty eight. And she goes, how about this person over here? She's like, well, I'm on, I got things to do. And this, so this third person, I'm like, oh, my God. I don't need this, by the way, Ian. It's 930 in the morning. <laughs> she walks over, and the def- before I say a word, and I swear to God, the before I say the word, sir, you're going to have to wait. And I'm like, I'm looking at myself like, I've already been waiting, like, almost 10 minutes here, getting bounced around. <laughs> so finally, she says, she, she says to me, what, what, what set me off finally? She said something to the fact that, that that oh, I have to turn on the system here. And I'm just like, I said, that, finally I said, finally this is where like Pat's civility went away. I said, I don't know why you're yelling at me. I haven't done anything. I, and I just said, you know what? I don't need this. I'm leaving. She said, well, bye, sir, like that. And I'm just like, and then I finally stopped and made a slight scene. I figured this was my moment to do this. Like, my father used to, like, 30 years ago. I, was, I looked around and I said, I didn't do anything. I felt like a crazy bro. I said, I, I said, I'm getting yelled at. I did nothing. I did absolutely nothing at the post office. I made sure. And, and then everyone else behind me looks at me. There was, like, eight people. But they're, like, thinking, okay. It's like the soup Nazi thing. So you know the guy's an asshole, but you want your soup still. So they don't want to agree with you. Oh, that's terrible. Because they got to deal with these asshole government employees <laughs> after me so it was like the, the, the perfect way to end a, uh to me not not a shitty in its entirety but overall bad 2018 in terms of, of of experiences all right so to all the miserable people at the midway point loma uh post office happy new year to you because all I wanted to see was check to see if my fucking package was at the post office and I had three employees be rude to me in the span of about uh, three minutes three different employees the fourth person I wanted to like, get all four of them I should have talked to the fourth one to see if she was going to be rude as well so that was just I just like shook my head like I can't believe this
1: so that's some stuff man. that's
0: some stuff that is some stuff that's some stuff so any
1: New Year's resolutions Ian? no I don't believe in New Year's resolutions have you ever had one before? I don't know, maybe.
0: So here's here's a uh, what we've been banding about with the podcast. We've considered that we're making this public discourse. You guys are you guys are all in auditorium chairs watching this.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's what's happening right now. We're considering going weekly with the podcast. It'd be a shorter podcast of like maybe six to eight topics, like an hour hour fifteen podcast. We've thought about before. The reason we couldn't do it before because there's a lot of editing work on my part. But now that we have Kieran, who's an awesome editor, Harry at Harry Atomic. Um, it's a possibility of us to do that. Some some weeks would be lighter. Some weeks probably Ian wouldn't be available. I do it myself, or we skip a week uh, here and there. Potentially, if if neither of us can do it, or hey, maybe Ian can do one without me with a guest. That'd be fun. We could try it. <laughs> the like thing it would turn out. We could try it. But that's what we thought. And then when I also th- had a thought with Ian that maybe we could like after we record go live on Twitch for like 15, 20 minutes and like just shoot the shit with people. Just to you know, say hi or whatever else.
1: It would be nice to get the topics out quicker. That
0: too. So because that, that's always been the strike against. It's like, oh, your topics are a week late or two weeks late. And it, when it comes to the YouTube atmosphere, if you're listening to the podcast, you don't care for the most part. But even with that, the podcast comes out every two weeks. So we're gonna we're gonna try to do it. We'll get more clickbaity with our subject matter too in the titles. We'll do that as well. So um, so that's what's what's happening there. I got a present from thomas right mm-hmm. what's his twitter handle uh it's a, it's I a weird one think woman. it's just his name thomas Thomas? yes oh wow oh <laughs> i knew it it's a funko home i didn't know if funko did this it's a blood sport shirt and it's limited edition wow Thank you so much, and it's in a VHS package, so the the picture is Van Damme doing his iconic uh, uh, jump kick that you saw in the poster when he hits, when he kicks Chong Li in his face, his cheating face. Uh, but you're not off the hook yet. But thank you,
1: Thomas. You're not off the hook on that other shirt. Well, Thomas suggested I try stealing it. <laughs> he tried stealing <laughs> it. Did you get one as well? I got a, a RoboCop shirt. Same oh. same sort of deal.
0: Okay, well this is great. I not know Funko did this. This is a great idea. We should do this. Uh, see you podcast in a VHS, double VHS here. I will wear this, Thomas. Thank you so much uh, for that. Um, other than that, other than my awful post office experience, I did see Aquaman. Nice. It. I. I. It was. It was a thing. It, it wasn't bad. Sure. It was just overstuffed, and I fell asleep almost. I. I. I nodded off about three quarters through it. I did. When the Julie Julie Andrews of Fish Monster was talking to Aquaman Is before he tried it. Gets uh... Is it like two, and two and a half hours? It's almost. It's like 220. Okay. Something like that without looking. It, they couldn't trim like 10 minutes easily. There's a lot of like political intrigue and, and Dolph Lundgren is is great and, uh, you know, things like that. It, it's just, there's a lot of fat there. The, the fight scenes go on for too long where it's like, okay, enough. Gotcha. Like the one-on-one trident fights, enough. Enough spinning. Like we get it. You know, like shorter brevity is sometimes better when it comes to this. But it's not bad. I think it's like 64% on Rotten Tomatoes. So it's kind, it's still fresh. Average ratings like six. I I give it like a six out of ten. You know, right. Jason Momoa. Well, it's funny when Jason Momoa first shows up, he takes off the shirt. You can hear the woman like down there was like she's like, Ooh. I was just like, yes, <laughs> we get it. This is this is this is uh, superhero porn for some people. We get that. Um, uh, yeah, I gotta see Bumblebee. I just gotta see uh, Bumblebee. But anyway, we're gonna get started with the CU podcast. Thanks to everyone for supporting us in 2018. It, it was rough going there for a bit. But uh, things will be dealt with uh, eventually. Uh, and uh, yeah, and uh, we'll get back on track, and we'll, we'll, we'll see.
1: So, uh, uh, Ian. Yes. Do you like, you like uh, Black Mirror? I've never really watched it. Oh, this is going to be a great topic then. Yeah. Because Black Mirror is... I mean, I know what it is. It's like a modern
0: Twilight Zone. It deals sure. with how technology is fucking us up in terms of like social status and things of that nature. I've seen only two or three full episodes, but it's good. So they came out out of nowhere with this... Um, Bandersnatch standalone episodes. A season five was pushed back to make this episode, and that's because Bandersnatch is an interactive movie. It's a choose your own adventure. It's a choose your own adventure. So Bandersnatch takes place in 1984, uh, July 1984, uh, and and Bandersnatch was was an old, uh, I believe, old novel. Uh, at least the name of it was right. Uh, it was a Lewis Lewis Carroll's 1872 novel Through the Looking Glass. Okay, I didn't even know that. So in this universe, Banner Snatch yes. is a uh, choose your own adventure book that came out. Um, so the the character, the main character uh, in Banner Snatch, g- goes about writing a ZX Spectrum or ZX Spectrum across the pond, a ZX Spectrum pro- program, based on the choose your own adventure book, and creates this like dungeon crawler looking choose your own adventure uh, computer game. Gotcha. And then he wants to uh, sell it to Tucker. Was it? Is it? Tucker Software was that it? Oh, I just watched it a couple of days ago. The software company that's put out a bunch of titles and there's actually a website uh, that. Yeah, I've heard there was like a
1: fake website and uh, I believe a game as well.
0: Yes, Nose Dive, which which was um, with with a, with a cool spelling, Nosedive, which was developed by another character in the game named Col- uh, a character in the, in the movie named Colin. You see him playing it. It's a guy diving down a building in those gaudy ZX Spectrum graphics. I don't know how you guys great britain got got through those games you know singular colors for on characters but anyway so they actually made the game oh okay for that you can download it and play it on an emulator gotcha so this is an interesting movie just because first of all it's great to see like computer gaming in in the 80s it's like a somewhat small studio that's probably how it went down it's like there's like kids at cubicles programming games and you have one guy funding it. The box art looks like something of the period. It has like a little rainbow in the corner with a black, yeah. black box. And I have a couple of games that look like that. Sure, I can't remember the couple. I think the online systems before it was Sierra had a box that looked like that. We're talking like 81, 82. Like that early they looked like that with these adventure games. And it, it's very dark and it, 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 it conveys sort of uh, the subject matter of controlling your own destiny while also doing that watching the movie and controlling it. It it plays upon that. Like, are you really in control? Is the viewer really in control of what's going on? And then the character, the main character, uh, Stefan, himself, as he goes through, he starts to wonder, am I controlling these actions? Right. And it plays upon um, his mental issues as well. He goes to a, a psychologist a few times in this, depending. And at first the choices are innocuous and don't mean anything like Corn Flakes, uh, Frosted Flakes or like Corn Puffs or whatever for sure. brands. Thompson Twins or uh, now this is Music Volume 2, which I guess they had back in 84. I had no idea. But then they start to matter like working for the software company, uh, taking a drug or not that Colin wants you to take. Uh, You're like and That's like the mentor uh, programmer he, lo- he looks up to, Stefan. But then it, it just gets... Creepier and more dark, and I don't give away too much if you haven't seen it. But what's so interesting about this is that when you get to a dead end, you go back. It gives you the option to go directly back to a certain point, not all the way back to the beginning. You go back to a certain point, okay, where it branched off. Not even the decision before necessarily, but like maybe two or three back where it branched off. Then does a quick replay of the choices you made to that point. And this is all integrated in. Oh, neat. There's no loading I mean, I have a pretty good connection, but there's no loading by the way, when you make these choices, you get two choices: a bar goes from the from the outside in, and then if you don't make a choice, it makes a default one for you. but whatever choice you make, it flawlessly goes into the next next part of it. so you can cycle back around this is interesting because there's also themes about different realities and how we're not this is not the only reality we're in when you go back around, this isn't like a choose your own adventure book entirely where you can thumb back through and start again things change when you go back sometimes oh things are not the choices you come back to sometimes change Uh. so this is extremely extremely clever like this is the best sort of theme you could probably do for a choose your own adventure movie Mm -hmm. based upon a guy making a choose your own adventure game so it's naturally built into that and him kind of losing his mind developing the game and it's a it's a feat of filmmaking like they just put like I said this this one movie pushed back the entire Season because they had to think about how to make a film like this with like there's five or six full endings there's I got the two you can call them good endings I guess but there's a lot of other mini endings that are really dark and disturbing and violent and it's um, probably there's probably four hours of stuff in here but you can right. get through the story in like ninety minutes to two hours depending on how much you want to go back through and how much you want to stop but they had a film probably two to three movies worth of stuff. And I can't imagine that with the continuity and the script editors working on this, like, how do you write this? Yeah. Like,
1: that sounds like it'd be pretty damn like good a choose your own adventure. But, right. but like I said,
0: when you go back, sometimes things change. So you have to branch back where it's different than the first time you went through. Like, it's, it's nuts. Like, when I went back through, I'm like, wait a minute, that wasn't the choices before. These are it looks similar. But now these choices, one is different than the other. So when you click on that, then it branches you to a whole different path. It's nuts. So if you don't like, I I would still watch this. Yeah. I would still watch it. Um, and like I said, you can go to the. Is it what was it? Is it Tucker? Is it's it a... Tucker Software? Bandersnatch, Snatch, uh, software. They made a whole website. There's no obviously there's no websites in the 80s, but uh, they they, they made it. Uh, Banders, Is it was it Tucker Soft? And they even had... It's Tuckersoft, yeah. It's Tuckersoft.net. So they even had... In the in the uh, movie universe... They even had like a... like A a uh, simplistic... Uh, early sort of like... Gaming or PC software review show... In Great Britain It's where it takes place... Because we didn't have the ZX Spectrum here. Um, so they had a kid reviewing the game. So the game comes out eventually but there's like four different reviews of the kid reviewing it on the same show based upon the path you take. Like the game not being completed, uh, not to give away too much, but something happens to the author, and then so it's an oddity. So it's very interesting. There's one where it comes out and it gets a five-star rating. It's like, it's like the, you know this, this kid's like probably like 25 with his glasses. like, it's a great game, four out of five stars. Uh, but if you go into Tucker Soft, you can download the Nosedive. So they, they went all out for this. They went all out. Uh, for this. Then there's other, uh, you can look on the history, and there's like nine games there. Uh, Roach Busters, uh, Pig in a Poke, and it has like that sort of like... Uh, all I
1: see is job opportunities. You see the job opportunities? No, that's all I see. I don't you, see the options for anything else. Okay, so
0: you click on the history.
1: So it's the official home of Tuckersoft on the World Wide Web. Yeah. Which. And there. Shows the pig and it says check back later, and then it says jobs and opportunities.
0: And Bandersnatch was canceled. <laughs> it's a list of all the all the titles.
1: Right, literally, this is the only thing I get.
0: Okay, well, you had the wrong site. You needed that. Oh, you need the full the full. Uh, all right, slash. So now this is great. We're prepared for the podcast. Slash Ealing, E A L I N G two o five four one. Fuck it, we're moving on from this topic. Sure, because you didn't see it. <laughs> anyway. but doesn't it sound interesting it does it builds the whole that it, actually
1: sounds more interesting than i thought
0: and and it it builds in even like all like it's it's 80s to a t even though it's it's not u.s 80s it's similar there's like some new wave uh stuff and sort of attitude and the styling and, and you see all nice computers there's a like, they talk about the Commodore 64 a little bit and things of that nature well, i wish we had the zx spectrum it would have been interesting to to
1: have played that indeed all right Ian, so, huge news on yes, Christmas! Christmas miracle on Christmas Day. The Video Game History Foundation dropped the um, ROM for SimCity on the NES. Uh, it was the um, two cartridges were found with it uh, last year, and Frank Cifaldi of the Video Game History Foundation managed to uh, snag the ROM of one. It uh, will snag it, get the ROM, dump it, and um, after about a year. I think after compiling all sorts of you know history and notes on it, you know, basically wanting the release months. to go to go perfectly, it was released on Christmas, which is fantastic. Um, it is SimCity uh almost to a T in terms of what you know if you ever played it on the um if you ever played it on the PC or computer. Um you know it's it's similar to the SNES version, although there are some differences. And yeah, it was a team up between Will Wright and Shigeru Miyamoto. And uh, they got together. Sounds like they actually got together. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it just never made it out for the NES. No idea why it's perfectly playable. Probably just because it didn't make sense at the time to release it, perhaps. But. They want to
0: push it. They probably figured this time the Super Nintendo's coming out. We want to push the Super Nintendo version, right? Exactly. Like, why? Why deal with this?
1: Especially because at the time it was a big game. It was a game that. Oh yeah. I don't know if it necessarily would have sold systems, but might as well push it for your newer system. I. Suppose. And the
0: fact that you know it wasn't on the Genesis, Super Nintendo said probably you know we have the power to do this. We got the deal to do this. So let's just push it on our brand new console. At the time, right? I mean, it makes sense when you think about it. But it, but it looks like the NES version. Uh, from what I gathered, that could have been created almost before the Super Nintendo. They sort of like, right, based some some pieces off of it.
1: And it includes things um, like the gift system, the present system. Um, there's bank loans um, and stuff like that that helps. That um, was more iconic when it came around to like SimCity 2000. Um, so there are things that yeah, they built some stuff for the Super Nintendo version that they the PC right. version took after <laughs> exactly. So um, it's a Really full-featured, and I mean, from the little bit I've played, um, it's a really fun version of SimCity, and it works surprisingly well with a controller.
0: It's easy to get around like yeah. on the Super one? So yeah. I never got into the Super Nintendo SimCity.
1: I like that version. I,
0: I like the mouse, and, uh, you know, I went to 2000 when 2000 came out, and what was that, 94?
1: Actually, I think the original yeah. SimCity is the only SimCity I've ever really played. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: <laughs> 2000 is, is a benchmark. I think that's one where people are like, that's like...
1: Oh, yeah, people love it. But, yeah, I yeah. never played some. Well, the original is obviously
0: great as well. Um, so this was a, a title that we, again, we we never thought we'd see this. This was like one of the. This to me was one of the bigger lost NES games around. With, with well, who depending on who you talk to, there may or may not have been a prototype of, of Hellraiser. Right. But this is one of the biggies because this is a first party game.
1: Right. This was this was shown in January of 1991, and it was on TV shows. Basically disappeared right after that.
0: Yeah. Um, I believe it was
1: just the one. On, this was on the shelf of Seinfeld as well. This was one of the games that was on the shelf. Oh no, I'm talking about how the prototype. It's big because the prototype was seen in 1991 oh. and never seen again. Well, that's what I mean though. But it was on
0: Seinfeld. <clears throat> oh sure, there was a, there was a box art of it. Um, so that's why th- this was one of those games where you would expect this to come out based upon all the all the press and for, for again for a first party Nintendo game not to come out after everyone thought it was coming out is kind of strange. You know, there's not really an analog to this that I can think of. Where it's going to come out, it's going to come out, and then it, they, they can it. Um, so, going back to PRGE 2017, where this was yeah. this was almost lost. This yeah. was almost lost to a collector that was going to buy both copies, both cards, and lock them in a, a, a freaking vault. So, um, this is why you need stuff like uh, GameHistory.org. That's where you go. That's, yeah. why you, that's why you need these people, and you need people... Who,
1: like Frank and Steve and people like that who make the things happen, so that this isn't lost to
0: time. Hey, I, I offered to help out if I could. Uh, thankfully, I didn't need to. But um, you know, this all this all happened over that weekend. Um, it was it was it was touch and go, and there were some tweets about that, like this was close to being you know again lost. But yeah, check out this article because um, it, it delves into. I mean, this is a huge amount of detail in terms of the history of the game, um, how SimCity originally started. As as a, a build on to um, what the hell was that broader game, uh, Raid on Bungling Bay, yes. uh, and then Will Wright said, "Oh, this is fun! Just using like the little the builder tool, let's make a full game out of this." And yeah, and then there you go. Then you have this whole new you know genre basically popping out uh, out of it. And the game is not finished. You can play a lot of it, but it's not finished. But there's already an open source uh, project that I, I saw where. There's already um, a guy going in and making some of the stuff looks like uh, try to work and 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 you know changing the code here and there to try to make things functional. There was some there was some er- there was a, I remember I, re- I read one that was a, literally a copy and paste error that he found that that's why one part of the game wasn't functioning correctly. Oh. So he switched it. He said, <laughs> "Oh, it's a copy and paste error. It wasn't correct." So th- so that's a whole other conversation about if this is an open source project you you have a, the chance of getting this to the point where this could be a full game you could and there's 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 two there's two full uh, audio samples uh traffic a helicopter traffic sound and there's also uh Bowser roar, like mm-hmm. like roaring so this is a pretty high tech NES game especially given the fact that all the horsepower you need to calculate all this stuff out you know how you know to simulate the city in in real time and to do all those calculations behind the scene, that's not a small feat for something like an NES to do. No. While still having it be a playable version that you can compare to, you know, obviously you're not going to have all the, you know, the rotating things and the zoom in and zoom out of the Super Nintendo version and things like that. But if this if this came out on the NES, this is something that would I think would have done very well for people that still have the NES and have the Super Nintendo. Do you agree with that? Yes. People would have been drawn to this because this is a computer-type game that was so rare to see on the nes you only got like a handful of games like um like lemmings um like overlord which i still can't figure out like games that were these directly pc genre you know real-time strategy games or strategy games a lot of those didn't make it to the nes because the nes couldn't handle them or they didn't look right on them you know
1: um, so this I did not know. Apparently, one of the big differences is the zone tiles are two by two on the NES, but the present tiles are three by three. So you can't do like the strategies like surrounding things with buildings to bring up the property value and stuff. Oh, I like saw that.
0: about that. I didn't realize that was a thing. The no wonder my property values always stunk. So you so you, you you establish a nice property and you build around it.
1: Yeah, and you, you encircle it. Oh. Um and then yes, here it is. The soundtrack is fantastic. Oh, they
0: already uh, ripped the soundtrack and they put it online, yeah. That's right.
1: The soundtrack is awesome. Um and it is it was done by Soyo Oka, the composer of Super Mario Kart and Pilot Wings. Uh um, nice. And while she did the she did do the music for the Super Nintendo, she composed her tracks uniquely for each platform. In fact, only one track, the Metropolis same is common between the two versions. Interesting. Yeah.
0: If you look at the title, look at the title screen. The title screens are similar between the two versions. Um, they have the cute little Doctor Wright scenes. <laughs> this is all on, on the uh, uh, Video Game History Foundation's uh, YouTube channel. You can see they they uploaded a bunch of stuff here. Um, I'm hoping that we'll be able to see a completed, like um, open source version. That'd be great. That'd be fantastic to see that. Uh, but again, go check out GameHistory.org. Um, they accept donations the, uh, Frank, and, and Frank and Pals and Kelsey and everyone else uh, and Steve uh, do great work when it comes uh, to this stuff so this is a, a monumental day I'm hoping we see more days like this in the future where you know this stuff is uh, saved and then not just preserved you get this great history article and then you get the ROM that you can uh, play for yourself Uh,
1: Anything else to add, Ian? No, just looking at some of the stuff that I was unaware of, like boat tiles. Most of the boat tiles and some partial floating behavior exist in the NES round, but are never used during normal gameplay.
0: I forgot this was Nintendo Power as well. I forgot about that. There was a preview of it. I wonder, you know, we'll see see if this comes to completion, and then we could uh, maybe play it on a future NES marathon. That'd be cool. Alrighty. Ian, we have a scumbag... Scumbia. seller update, seller. 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 Of, update the of the week. Update. The update. 8, update 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 okay so soldier boy is is a big uh big businessman uh, you know, a, a while ago world.
1: yeah
0: <laughs> well he's worth some money i guess so so we we talked about soldier boy so was it soldierwatch.com soldierwatch.com where he's he
1: going to be selling the soldier game console multiple consoles there was also. a ch- chinese PS3-looking knockoff. By the time we even got to our, our segment, he had already released like two more consoles. There was, was a handheld
0: one looked like a DS. There's also soldiergame.com. Um, and then... So the problem with these, Ian, is not that the fact that they're just clone consoles, which by itself is
1: fine. The fact that they had uh, tons of ROMs on them that were not licensed. Right. Exactly. Tons so, and tons. And then so, he uh, got very... So people people went out of their way to you know explain to, to kindly point out that this was to, problematic. to Mr. Tellum that uh is, is Soldier's first name, Boy is middle, and Tellum is last. Anyways, <laughs> Tellum, Tellum, Soldier what? B. Tellum, um, to let him know that uh you know this is not a good idea. This looks like crap. It looks sleazy to begin with, it but, sleazy, but, yeah. but but not being legal as well. Yes, but also that this is going to present him some problems in the legal department because he's selling shit that isn't his, that he does not have the right to.
0: So he lashed out at, at people mm-hmm. using homophobic
1: slurs. Um,
0: uh, taunting Nintendo. Saying this is people trying to keep the black man down. When even Soldier Boy's own uh, fan base, he has fans, some of them are saying, this is not the right move for you
1: to do. In, in fact, I would go so far as to say that of the backlash or 98% of the uh, response response was people being like this is is a bad idea. Yes. Um, Either
0: out of curiosity or trying to warn him or or laughing, but whatever, angle you want to say everyone's been saying this is not good. Yeah. It was I would say near universal leap saying this is not good to do. This is not like people coming at you for selling your shitty Fitbit knockoff from China. Do that whatever whenever the hell you want to do that stuff or sell yeah. you know what I mean? Sell whatever uh, tchotchkes you got from AliExpress and upcharging. But when it comes to games that are copyrighted, that's when something to, else. Yeah,
1: when it comes to stuff loaded <laughs> I, on it. Especially when some of them are... People are
0: sometimes overprotective Nintendo. People go after Nintendo sometimes for, for losses they feel are not necessarily or shutting down fan uh, games, things like that. But in this case, it was, like I said, it was, it was, it was near universal where people are like, this is not good. I, I didn't see any uh, major YouTubers say like, oh, the Boy Boy's doing whatever he's doing is fine. You know, there was, there was I no... did see
1: some false outrage of... Uh, well, it, the it, people uh,
0: drumming up false outrage saying that people are defending Soldier Boy when no one really, really was, was defending, defending Soldier Boy. Boy. But hey, whatever, that's cute. Do whatever you do to get get a couple more bucks in your pocket. Um, so, people behind the scenes were pondering about this. This even, uh, you know, uh, John Tron did a video uh, mentioning this. Um, and that gets millions of views. So that's what we warned about, was when this gets seen by really? a lot he, of people... He
1: came out of nowhere to do a video? I think he did oh, a video. Jesus. Okay, hey, so everyone,
0: hey. everyone
1: jumped hey, on this Hey, shit. yeah,
0: he, he, he's got to keep that apartment <laughs> <laughs> in New York. Um, but everyone came after... And what we said was, like, when you're a celebrity doing this, the spotlight's on you even more. So it's not definitive what happened, but we think Nintendo may have given him a little talking to. Maybe poked him a little bit. Might have sent him a little C and D. He uh,
1: I, he didn't ever really fully announce it, or at least at first, but he was like, hey, you know, I got a boss up. And didn't explain um, anything, but that was the day where well, everything was removed from the website. Well, first
0: he said, well, 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 keep waiting. The games were licensed to us. They weren't licensed to. Why you all want to see a black man fail so bad? That was on December 28th. Then literally, uh, like a day or two after that, he says, uh, had a boss up. Literally the next day, I had a boss up. I didn't have a choice. So between that one tweet and the, and the next, he got that nice letter from Nintendo saying, yeah, you got to fucking cut this shit off now.
1: Yeah, or one of his lawyers finally sat him down and it was says, like, Listen, idiot. dude, this is not, this even before, isn't going to yeah, work.
0: Even before you were railing against the world that people are trying to keep you down, which is idiotic, what are you doing? So, yeah, I, I, I guess this is the natural solution. He had a, He had a...
1: I'm going to release the CU jukebox that's got nothing. It's an MP3 player that's just loaded with Soldier Boy songs. And then we'll see what happens. Yeah, he'd be okay with that. I think we got to do a CU console. Legally, we got to do a CU <laughs> we gotta, console. We, we have, have to. We do have to legally do a we CU console. We have to do a CU console. console. <laughs> I think we have to. After, after all of these false, fake, bullshit consoles, uh, we really do need one that looks like it's fucking wrapped in a deli wrapper. <laughs> uh, <laughs> One controller port only. It has a uh, television uh, pa- paper-thin uh, TARPIT 200. Uh, <laughs> only <laughs> plays the shareware versions of Apogee games you can get out of that Hey, that's magazine. legal. We, can, yeah, we, can, we can put all the 90s.
0: <laughs> we can put Doom Episode One on there. Wolfenstein Episode One. Commander can, Keen. Commander Keen. We can do all that. We can do all that. Um, so I don't know if this means a loss is going to go forward or if or for C&D was sent season to season and and Nintendo satisfied by this, but they didn't want like Soldier Boy doing this. Then you have uh, like then who knows? Maybe Cisco does his, his Sega console. Cisco, you know, <laughs> like, you have all these other <laughs> people pulling that right out of the <laughs> What well, was gonna no say? I, I was gonna say a little Drew Hill. Someone you even heard of Drew Hill. My God, <laughs> well, Cisco was part of Drew Hill. Oh, I, was like, I don't remember that even. Um, but people from 15 years ago you haven't heard of anymore. So we're not saying you, you can't be an entrepreneur. No
1: one's trying to keep you down, right? Just do it in an ethical, legal way. And when people try to point out to you that it's not ethical or legal, maybe don't launch homophobic slurs at them.
0: Yeah, and don't go over overtly defensive about it. Maybe talk to your lawyer if you got millions. Supposedly you're worth. You've got a lawyer on retainer, I'm sure. Supposedly you're worth twenty, thirty million. You got a lawyer somewhere I can tell you what the hell you're doing. It plus it just looks sleazy. It just looks sleazy selling knockoff items and yes. rebranding them. It just looks sleazy. By the way, Ian, if you go to.
1: Uh, soldier, uh, soldier Game takes you to com. Right?
0: Now takes you to uh, Nintendo.com slash 3DS So that would Make you think that As part of the C&D That they said to him "Uh, You gotta redirect to our site Maybe that's where they had their He had his 3DS knockoff looking thing for sale Maybe
1: Yeah who knows Maybe There it is well, There it is
0: so uh, Nintendo got in there, and the memes were great with Reggie as a ninja and things like that. <laughs> there was one. There was one meme where it was Smash Brothers. Uh, it was Smash Brothers Ultimate, and it was Player One was Soldier Boy, Player Two was Reggie. Oh, and I saw the that. The rest That's were Nintendo with lawyers with yeah. all the me fighters. All the me all yeah. the Mii fighters. It was it was hysterical. So, all right, Godspeed, Soldier Boy. Put out an album again, or do something like that. Okay, Ian. Speaking of uh, problematic consoles, this is an update. DreamCade replay. We talked about this twice. We talked about yeah. this, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh I, oh, I covered it I, maybe originally while you, while you were sick in uh, early 2000, and uh, and then we did a 17. deeper
1: dive on it. Uh, yeah, and then because yeah, we've talked about it twice because I know they, I talked they about are on they're once.
0: on Thunderdome with Steve Harvey to fund this after the original <laughs> K- the original Kickstarter failed. And th- okay, what is this? This is a emulation uh retro pie style retro box the difference with this one was that this one has a search function built into it where you can search a a pitfall and it will download the rom from you for you yeah and i said at the time that's not Not legal legal. and they came the people came after me in the comments and on twitter saying i don't know what i was talking about um, I want to be on your pod. No, fuck off. I'm not going to advertise your shit for you. I already did it. I love how I these
1: people whenever this happens, people always scramble that It's legal, but they don't explain how, how they've magically made it legal this time. So, we spoke spoke to our IP lawyer. That was the first bad
0: idea they had. Without that this it's perfectly legal legal to load up a a shitty RetroPie style thing with all off the shelf, you know, yeah. RetroArch and a, a, other emulators. Emulators. But then they go on Thunderdome and I a problem with that because they're misrepresenting like oh yeah we have 8,000 games on here or however many and Steve Harvey's like how do you Steve Harvey's like how do you do that and it's like don't you ever, Don't you? the producer should have researched that shit and realized this was not good to begin with right they go on the show they relaunch their Kickstarter from, from the you know from the publicity it's like because it's, it's like going on Shark Tank and people are going to see you no matter what even if you don't get a deal and then they got the deal they beat out that nice kindly old woman with her little yarn ball thing which annoyed me that was actually an invention, not this bullshit. This right. was not an invention. invention. They didn't invent anything. They didn't write their own code for any bullshit. They didn't do their own hardware. They just slapped a bunch off, of bullshit Off together. the shelf garbage. So it was an Atari 2600 looking little console. They were charging, what, between like 130 and like 200 for different levels or more. I'm not looking back through this bullshit. But they raised a lot of money. If you click on the Kickstarter, they raised a lot of money. They raised uh, uh, yeah, the, the Dream K Replay, one console to rule them all. They raised two hundred twenty-eight thousand dollars, Ian, and they sent out a bunch of early units to you, some of YouTubers, right? And we—I wasn't on the list because fuck this shit. Uh, but that helped as well. I won't get into the ethics of that at this point. That's not the point I am trying to make right here. But then they had the one more thing that was bad. They had the app that with your phone, where you can snap all the games, all the retro games on the shelf, all those Saturn games, all those NES games. You can just take a picture of it, and we automatically download it to your console. Really?
1: that's yeah. crazy
0: they advertised that I don't oh yeah that's right I don't I, think it right. ever came, came out but they advertised that
1: okay yeah I So remember Ian, say, discussing that
0: so this finally was in people's hands uh, around I think the summer it started to get into people's uh, hands and uh, excuse me not the summer Yes, yeah it was delayed it was usually supposed to be December a year ago and I think it came out uh, somewhat after that uh, wasn't the best response to this console coming out. Nope. First of all, the console looked entirely different. It was an entirely different shell. It's a generic uh, shell yep. that, that they branded Dreamcade on. It's not 2600 anymore. Um, and then um, no n NCC, 4 no sound out of the box. Screen tearing going on. Uh, not properly. It wasn't properly um, configured uh, default-wise. Uh, I watched this video by ETA Prime. The emulation for Dreamcast is not good because you know why? This isn't powerful enough to run some of those newer of consoles. Not. Uh, Saturn emulation is subpar. Basically, like the frame rates are terrible, or they were uh, they were playing um, for oh no, it was on Dreamcast. Uh, I think it was Sonic Adventure. But, like these black bars start coming in. It's just not. It can't run it. Uh, so yeah, so the CPU is garbage. It's insufficient for according to this uh, for ETA Prime, uh, Wii U, uh, PS2, GameCube. Sega Saturn uh, Dreamcast it might be maybe we not we you but so basically once you get to the year 2000 it's not powerful enough to do this shit yeah so which is a fortune anything before that you have a chance but it's not powerful enough
1: here's one hell of a one-star review this is August 27th so so is are, is thing is, is is more stuff just crashing down around them now well no the, I think they need that you can't buy this anymore gotcha. I don't think okay I, th- I think because there were so many problems with this
0: so if, you, if if there's there's a ton of different listings on Amazon for this, I don't know why there's like 20 different listings. So we'll just click on the one uh Dreamcade, Dreamcade replay with no joystick.
1: Six reviews if you want to run through them. So I'm looking at this one. Uh we got duped. Console to fool us all. Uh bottom line, not what we were promised. I can play Donkey Kong no problem. Could have done that on tons of other emulator hard hardware consoles etc. But trying to do Quake 2 or Diddy Kong Racing on N64, unplayable, choppy, sound issues, and tearing. Load the same titles on my old Xbox with the X2 Executor mod chip, and it worked flawlessly. Uh, I contacted Dreamcade and they offered to give me my money back since it was over a year ago. The money had been spent and gone, and I'm going to keep it as a Windows PC. Uh, The next reviewer,
0: it's a mini PC with a broken emulator front end. What was promised and what was delivered were two entirely different things. Apparently, this machine is the same mini PC that can be bought elsewhere. What a shock. You're not inventing anything. Down to the same exact design. Considering I paid $100 for the early uh, bird, it's not bad. However, a mini PC is not what I was wanting. See, they advertise this as a game console. Right. It's not a console.
1: It's a shitty little mini PC with a, with the emulator front end. Yeah. That, the word console is being thrown around quite a bit too too liberally yes uh, right now Uh, especially like if you go back to the soldier boy stuff those aren't consoles either sure
0: you must do a lot of tinkering and even then it's not worth it I ended up taking taking that off and just installed emulators the old fashioned way really disappointed the next review poor 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 back to Kickstarter. was still stoked for this but it failed in every way no sound in N64 uh, no two, I repeat, no, no two-player two player ability, piss-poor uh, controller compatibility. Get a Raspberry Pi, you'll save some money and lots of stress. Not a console from Blaine Smith. <laughs> not a console. I'm four hours into unboxing and setup, still not playing. This is no console. I feel very much ripped off. Uh, this is not a plug-and-play solution as advertised. Uh, this is not a main pl- uh, plug-and-play solution. It's a mini PC with, with a so-so front-end for emulation. Many ROMs don't run at all, and the mapping for the controller doesn't always work correctly. This is trash. And people will say, "Well, you go to the forums. There's workarounds. You can fix the N64 sound well, issue. You can yeah, do some tinkering. You, didn't, you, didn't buy you it can do this." Uh, you're, you're buying a product that raised over two hundred thousand dollars. This should have shipped working. This is this was a this was a cash grab, and it preyed upon people not knowing better that this that this existed in other forms, and that this was not a console. This is something anyone could have slapped together and sold and done a Kickstarter for. Right, we've seen it with the retro engine Sigma, we've seen it with this, and we've seen other ones as well. But I'm the bad guy for pointing this out to everyone for this stuff. Ian's the bad guy. I'm not gonna interview over your shitty product. I'm not. Yeah. It's just garbage. It's not gonna help, and
1: it's not gonna help. You're not gonna tell us anything that we don't already. And we're say. not
0: gonna. We're not like other people. And I've seen this happen with other YouTubers where once someone either confronts them or talks to them, they back down. They they fold like a fucking cheap suit at that point oh sure They're like oh well, you're talking to me you're important to talk to me well i'm not going to hit you with any tough questions now it's like then what is that's you're giving them fr- free pr you're not you're not doing news at that well, point well, well no well you're not increasing your stature because you got this cool interview with someone making a product if you're not asking them questions that are worthy you're just then a shill for their product if you're not doing your due diligence as i hate to say a journalist or whatever else Sure. you're not doing you're, you're not doing uh, any good as protecting consumers doing any consumer adv- advocacy at all at that point. So when you look at the comments on the Kickstarter for this, it's not good. The first comment from from eight days ago, a super backer by the way, wasn't one of the primary goals of the project to make gaming simple. All these workarounds, tutorials, and hacks are exactly the opposite. <laughs> I backed this project because I wanted to enjoy some old school games without having to screw around with hardware and software issues. So people
1: were still getting these as of eight days ago.
0: I think I, – I guess there were some issues. I have no idea. I'm just – if you look at the comments, though, which are open, you can see uh, this one guy. Cool. I saw that one. So one guy called Wheat Poss is trying to help everyone out with their with their issues yep. going through. It's good for him, but this is a sh- – he should be doing their, their work for this company. That they got their money. They, they got it from you. You know, they won. They got one over on, on you guys here. You know, when it comes to this. People are asking questions about how to... How, you keep tearing issues. Um, I'm finally giving up fighting a losing battle and trying to get this thing to work. Spend more time fixing it than playing it. Even once
1: you finally get it working, something else goes randomly wrong, which you have to research to fix. Careful sharing your negative opinions of this POS. They will block you. Mine now sits on my kid's desk with <laughs> MS Word installed. I basically spent 240 on word processor.
0: <laughs> Seriously, how the hell didn't anyone notice there were big problems with it before launch? Something like the N64 not having sound. No, that, that just means you didn't test it at all right. at that point. You just didn't test it. Or well, you did, and you didn't care. Or, or that. You got, I, you got your money. You don't care.
1: I, I'm I'm more of that I, I think that's probably the truth
0: it will now have to sit in the cupboard in the hope that the major promised update in several months fixes the usability problems
1: I pray that they fix it I think I got to get a software guy that, to do has it has any, anyone even talked about the search bar is the search bar even included in this now the, the, well, well, well you can search though okay. I mean, they still
0: claim that's somehow legal that it's pulling the ROM from I think, web ar- archive or whatever but they never did the app for Okay, them.
1: so but there is but, still the search bar uh, Anyways, I mean, oh, this is a
0: great one. This is a great one, Ian. This gets better. I don't know how we didn't talk about this one before. This came to mind when, when this happened. Um, last week, I emailed shipping at dreamk.com with a return refund in, uh, inquiry, uh, has, been, has been instructed here and elsewhere, but I haven't gotten a reply. Is there somewhere else I'm supposed to contact, or is that still the correct address? Dream uh, Arcades replied unfortunately we can't offer refunds to kickstarter backers at this time refunds were only an option for pre-orders in a 30-day window however if you're having trouble with your unit contact us that's bullshit you can find out who this person is get their fucking money Money back back. you can go through a return you can do that i've worked with kickstarter before there's no nothing in the systems that can't say you can't go around it or work within it this is bullshit yeah this is bullshit they just want tons of people to do this and then all their money goes back to the
1: people for, for a shitty product really what this all comes back around to very easily is uh just don't don't do stop it with these consoles don't buy them
0: <laughs> don't make them seems like they slowed down a little bit in 2018 but with the Soldier Boy thing now Pandora's box is
1: reopened well I mean we've it. got our console in the works so oh, see
0: you console coming Jesus Christ. What, Shareware. What a disaster. And this is why we, we do this stuff, by the way. We, now these people are, uh, 1,600 people are, are, have a shitty console that's running Microsoft Word for their for their kid that they spent $240 on. It's ridiculous. And we're proud to be partnering with Robinhood. It's an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos all commission-free. They try to make financial services work for everyone, not just the wealthy. Now, what's so cool about the app? There are no commission fees when you trade. Other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade. I've been on websites, I won't name them, that charge you per buying and selling. If you sell one stock or 10, they, you know, they charge you the same. But Robinhood doesn't charge commission fees. Trade stocks and keep all of your profits. It's designed for ease of use with easy to understand charts and market data. Place the trading is four taps on your smartphone. And... It lets you do stock collections like Harner Most Popular, sectors like entertainment, social media, and more. And there's analyst ratings to buy, hold, or sell for every stock. So the fine people at Robinhood are giving you guys, our listeners, a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help build your portfolio. Sign up at cupodcast.robinhood.com. That's cupodcast.robinhood.com. Get trading today. CU Podcast is probably working with NordVPN. That's what I use to keep myself safe online, and you can too. If you care about your privacy and the security of your info, NordVPN is giving you all 66% off a two-year plan when you go to nordvpn.com slash podcast or use code podcast at checkout. VPN, Ian. It's a virtual private network. network. Having one today is more critical than ever because if you're doing anything online, your info and browsing habits are out there for anyone to get a hold of. When you use NordVPN, you have access to over 4,000 super speedy servers in 62 countries. And those connections secure your information using military grade encryption. It means your info and what you do online is nearly impossible to track. There's an app for the phone, Mac devices, PC, Windows, Android phones. One account gets you up to six devices of protection. Just one account. And the folks at PC Mag made NordVPN their top choice for a VPN, their editor's top choice. And uh, yeah, so get that special offer. 66% off a 2-year plan. Go to nordvpn.com/cu podcast or use, use code cu podcast <laughs> yes. and get going with your secure web browsing today. It's New Year's Day.
1: I'm it's early. It's voice cracks a little. Yeah. All right. So, anyways, just a, a quick note here about a man using a zapper covered in tape <laughs> to rob a bank. Uh, <laughs> Nintendo. This is a
0: this is a fun story to us, even though it is is armed robbery technically.
1: Uh I just the zapper is not a realistic looking gun. However, this is not and I this is not the first usage of a light gun uh in a crime, which is why I, oh, uh, so so I, I want to cover this up. I don't know the history of this. So I I have to look it up, but anyway, so yes, a man uh unfortunately took a zapper, covered it up with a bunch of tape to make it... Black so, tape? So, so it doesn't look <laughs> as colorful, like I guess. Black
0: masking tape? Um, electrical
1: tape? He was apprehended shortly after the robbery attempt, it says here, and is now being investigated for 15 other crimes. In, in
0: Hermosillo, Mexico.
1: So, I mean, there we have it. Um, you know, Apparently they didn't make it look not enough like a gun, or if you're clever enough and you just have some electrical tape, or whatever the fuck that is, you can mask it.
0: I like how the, the red trigger, you can still see the bottom of it. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. So well, here's the thing, Ian. if you're a teller, your job's just to give up the money. Yeah. It's insured, it's not worth your yep. life. Nope. Even if you know it's fake, they, it's like all yeah, right, asshole. Yeah. Take the money. Funny. We got we got a video camera, yeah. you're gonna get caught. Just go. Yeah.
1: Um, take the two hundred dollars and go. It's still terrifying. Oh sure. Uh, there was another situation I gotta see if I can find the picture of it. I don't even remember how long ago it was. It was ages ago. There is a picture, uh, I think it was in uh, Brazil. Or South America, somewhere, somewhere in South America, I think it was Brazil, where Brazil, uh, a guy, uh, there was a standoff between a dude and the police for like I think it was like an hour. Oh, it was and a master system. The one. master system, yeah, gun. Brazil, come on, master system was huge there. Yeah, but it was the I light, remember that it was the that light. That was a few phaser. years ago, right? It's, no, it was a long time ago. Oh, I'm actually, okay. actually going to try to find it right now.
0: So this is interesting, just because I mean, this is when you, when you grew up with toys originally in the '80s uh toy guns, they were they looked like real guns. I cap went, guns looked like real guns. I walked into my local deli. I had yeah, I had a cornerstone deli, which was in a location where nothing else was. It was like literally in neighborhood gas station deli. It was weird. Like mom and pop ran deli. You'd buy a cap gun that was black, like a six shooter revolver with you know with the ring caps, which was awesome. Yeah. This is like 1987 around. You can still buy this stuff. 88. Then they, they passed a the law because kids started getting shot by cops. Because you could buy Uzi's that looked like... They used to sell,
1: like, those Rambo guns, M16 pack, like... So, they... they oh, they, yeah, they, I, had a, yeah. I, had, I had a big black gun that said Tommy gun on it, and it had a thing that you pulled back. It was a plastic thing, and when you pulled the trigger, it just made the most awful, loud, like, ratcheting machine gun noise. And I'm like, this probably isn't a good thing for kids But to we didn't realize these. that.
0: And, I mean, he didn't get killed, so no one got hurt. But they passed a law. Some kids did, where you had to have like neon colors on guns. They made guns look a little more re- unrealistic. They were orange and green. Yeah, like at the soap. very
1: least, you had to have like an orange, orange front on it at least. Yeah, but, but after and, and that, after that, it got pretty. They, they got, stopped.
0: Yeah. They stopped selling military style toy guns, guns. Pr- by the 90s. They pretty much stopped it. At that point, yes. Yeah, so they here have it the, the, the remember the Laramie uh, battery, battery operated uh, machine water guns. They looked like oh, bluzies.
1: Yeah. They looked re- like real I guns. had one of those, and They're, it, I want it one. looked like a real gun. Yeah, uh, man holds woman hostage for ten hours with a Sega Light gun. That was in two thousand and nine. Oh, okay,
0: so. so not too too far back. So hey, he had his collection sitting around. Is he going to get it? ten fucking hours? So this is what this is my point with with this though is that. Um, you're, obviously you're desperate you're going to rob a bank with a zapper of all things I think you'd be more effective saying I have a bomb and it's going to go off because almost anyone of a certain age knows what
1: a zapper looks like no one was probably fooled by that being a real gun I had explosive like diarrhea and I'm going to blow I'll give, give me, you 200 bucks and get the hell out give me all the money <laughs> before I create a big mess
0: yeah it's interesting Nintendo Life ran a story as well covering this but yeah they changed how the Zapper looked to be more unrealistic because it was gray and that wasn't enough so they made it the orange yep. orangey red red orange wherever you want to say they did that uh, around yeah around 87 88 they, they switched it over to that that's why there's two different versions of the Zapper and two different action sets uh, because of that or really three if you want to get technical but right, I'm being I don't, a bit nerdy I don't want to get technical because yeah, I, I have every box variant which I'm probably going to sell half of them <sighs> this year uh, Alright, that that's all. It's it's a funny it's a funny story. No one got hurt. H- hopefully the people the bank tellers are like, okay, it's a fucking zapper. I'm like thirty five, I know what a zapper looks like, you idiot. And and they got him. No, they they tracked him down. Fifteen other crimes. There you go. It's new year, Ian. It is.
1: We have a we have an old Patreon though. It's at C it's at patreon dot com slash <laughs> C U Woo! It's a new year <laughs> And Ian didn't get through
0: it. Oh, new year. So Ian does his weekly writings. He should have another one in a couple days, hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. Uh, monthly hangouts with Ian yep. may all pop in this month, uh, for who knows. Um, and then also you can access the full video, uh, full full video of the podcast. But we also have Patreon, Q and A poll topic. So, this was a weird one. And secret nudes. Now I got Secret nudes? Yeah. that will kicked off, I think. I'm not sure. <laughs> they allow nudes on Patreon? I don't oh, know. Yeah, you
1: can do all sorts of porn stuff on Patreon. You can do on nudes? Patreon. Okay. 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 Yeah. I didn't
0: know. Oh, yeah. So don't tempt that's us. A, that's a big thing. Oh, for like fan art? It, oh, for, it,
1: well, it, and, and for, furry nudes too. And... Really? Yeah. You can put up like boudoir, like, boudoir, boudoir. sets. Boudoir. But, but, there's, but yeah, there's tons of like. And don't ask me how I know. So, I can
0: post nudes on my personal Patreon? Probably.
1: Don't tempt me. But there is... I'll do do a premium Snapchat. There are plenty of porn games in development on on Patreon. Boobs and dicks everywhere. So Patreon develops the boob games, not Kickstarter.
0: Okay. I didn't know that. I have no idea. I don't know about the the, the dark underbelly of of, Patreon. Of boob gaming? No, Patreon. I have no idea. (laughs) Okay. All right. I'm going to do nudes. I'm going to do my nice little layout. The the zapper covering my... God, stop. (laughs) (laughs) So, and, a, t- a tasteful zapper. <laughs> so, in third place, we decided to make this a regular topic. Are you a scumbag buyer if you snipe on eBay? 90%. I'm, I'm kind of shocked by that. In second place, 29%. Do you feel that the market dictates retro game prices or some nonsensical? And for the new year, people don't want to talk about retro games in the market.
1: Uh, 52%. I don't know. How, who came up with the idea for this? Uh, someone. It was, I believe was it, it was a and a Was it? I believe it was a and oh, a that putting, we, okay. we, we just socked hey. back.
0: Uh, Hey, this is what you're missing on YouTube and not being on Patreon. Would Pat and Ian have been friends as children at 52%? We'll just say, want to say like 10 years old, that's like the prime
1: age of a child, about 9, 10. We'll just say about that, 10, 11, you want to say? 10 years old, let's see. Nintendo playing age? I, I had not yet had my spirit broken by people constantly making fun of me. Oh, no. Although it was not it wasn't good at the time. I at ten I was probably still in that period where I would try to be friends with anyone.
0: Ten is fifth grade, right?
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: So No no no, it's fourth grade.
1: So I I, I mean Six, seven, eight, nine. Fifth eight. grade. Fifth grade. Should be 10 so nine. yeah, fifth grade, yeah, I think we would have been friends. That was my first year in public school. And I was desperate to just make some friends. (laughs) I don't get too specific on the biography. I just meant in general for our personalities and how we were. Yeah, I think I'm just trying to put it back. Okay, he's giving context. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We would. I think we would be friends. Oh, okay. You went went nowhere with that, but okay. Yeah. Why would you have been friends with Plucky Pat? Um, Well, like I said, chubby young Plucky Pat. At that point in time, I I had just moved from I had just gone from Catholic school where I hated everyone. Oh, the Catholic school. To public school where some of my friends were. So that was nice. And um, uh, middle school and and fifth grade ended up not being very great for me socially. But at that time, I was still kind of like, hey, I can be anyone's friend. So, yes. And that's how I was. I I could talk to, there
0: was like the, not really, I guess jock group, but not really. It was like the cool kids group. There was like the one or two bullies in there. But there's also some kids that were kind of athletes. Then you had sort of like the normal kids, and I would mostly be with them, more like than normal kids. And there'd be, there'd be a floater that go from the popular to the normal, you know. Then you had like the nerdy kids, you know. Then you had like sort of the outcast, two or three, something like that. There was like four to five groups, and I could talk and be friends. I try to be friends with everyone, at least talk to everyone.
1: Yeah, I, I didn't. S- I was still doing that. I at didn't. That age. I
0: didn't bully. I didn't bully kids. I, if, I think I was bullied oh, no. earlier years. I wasn't bullied by the time I got to fifth grade. I was bullied probably until like third or fourth grade. Where Thomas would would call me fat Pat. Being being named Pat and being overweight was probably the worst as a kid. So um by the time I got to fifth grade, I was like, all right, I was over that. I could even, I was friendly with the girls as well. I was kinda of friendly. Uh I was probably like the, you know, the oh Pat, you know, like you know, I was harmless. You yeah. You know what I mean? Um so yeah, I would have talked to Ian. I, but I don't know how Ian would have presented himself as young Ian. Would you, would you have been shy? Would you have been, oh I like Nintendo
1: games? And we would have headed off. Uh, uh, I, wish you, I, wish you, I would invite you to my bowling birthday party. I, I was probably disastrously earnest and uh, very enthusiastic about uh, what I enjoyed, so yeah. I invited almost everyone to my birthday party. Like, in in
0: the class, we had two, we had in fifth grade, we had like three classes still. By the time we got to like seventh, there was only two, because kids left, they made them larger classes. So it was probably three classes of about 20 kids each hmm. in each grade so 60 kids we'll just say about 30 girls 30 boys i invited most of the boys to like my party and, and i think some girls too that was kind of dicey when it came to the girls though but i invited most of the boys when you had like a bowling party you would do that
1: yeah
0: except for the yeah well i feel bad because there's always like the two or three kids that really were outcasts but one of the kids brought it upon himself i'll just say that he did weird ass things just to be weird and i was like okay now no one's gonna like you, kid. You're you're seeking attention because probably you, you hate your father or whatever else. I get that. Sure, but no. If you played if you played, uh, if you played uh, street hockey or, or or street tennis, we would have been friends. Street hockey, I did play street ho- some street hockey. Of course, that, Buffalo. Was, that was
1: big Buffalo. So, so constantly dragging so,
0: okay. the net away. So you would have been invited <laughs> at once a month. It was the parent like the teachers' conferencing. So the first I think Wednesday of every month or so. You got out at 12 o'clock Instead of like 2.30 Right Or I think 2.10 We got out So I would go to my uh, Friend's house Was like literally Five blocks away My parents knew that So it was like Oh my god We have a full like Five hours to fucking play Before it got dark dark out In like March or You know what I mean That That was like the thing Once a month So you would have been Invited to that You would have came There was usually Five or six kids We would have played Hockey One net you know it was like take it
1: back like like half court basketball yeah you would have been invited then we yeah. played some nintendo played some you know yeah, Mortal it, Kombat it, it, and super nintendo if you were if you were a, if you were a kid in my neighborhood growing up my my neighborhood growing up was just overrun with street urchins running around all street over street urchins yes. <laughs> um but uh yeah no uh yeah we we would have traded some games we Tra- would have argued over some street hockey
0: trade you trade some games i'd, I'd never really traded games i didn't trust kids
1: yeah. I always, I, I was always lending games and back no, and No, oh,
0: no. I had bad experiences with other kids I knew that stole stuff or got oh, stuff really? stolen. Yeah, I never... No, I, no you know what? We, I had, I trust, I we had, that had a bad. trusting neighborhood. Kevin, my Kevin was actually decent at letting me uh, borrow games. I would borrowed DuckTales from him or Ninja Gaiden. Nice. Ninja hmm. Gaiden, I usually, when I played it as a
1: kid a lot, I usually borrowed it uh, from my friend or rented it. So he was good with that. So, yeah, there were three people in the neighborhood that I would reliably trade games with that I trusted. You could have been the fourth. Okay. All
0: right. You think, you think we would have gotten in a fight eventually as, as kids? We would come to blows? Mm-hmm. I fought my friends every once in a while. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. We would have. It would have happened. Or do think
0: would have happened over?
1: I have no idea. I don't know.
0: Pining after the same girl? No. You
1: know? No, you'd probably... I don't know. Probably... I don't know. Probably... Something sports related,
0: a little too competitive. You yeah, slash my ankles or I
1: slash you. We drop the gloves. Yeah, <laughs> good, good old, good that's, old. That's usually where those contentions came in when I was younger. Because I've never, I've never loved playing sports, but so many of my friends did. So there would be times where I'd jump in, and then they'd give me shit for, uh, you know, not knowing what the fuck I was doing. Did you play tackle football? Yeah, we did actually. I would have
0: creamed you, a little skinny. Ian. Yeah, oh, I was, I was, I was thick. I was thick but quick. <laughs> I, you know, I was. I really thick was. Quick. I, I was thick but quick, little Pat. Uh, I never thought of that before. But yeah, even little league, I was chubby. I could still be kid. The pitchers were surprised when I was still base like what? They're like what? Because I was. I was motoring, chubby <laughs> I'm not. I was always quick as a kid. I was surprisingly quick. I was because you had tears of athleticism. In school, we'll just say like yes. three tiers of athletics. You had the elite kids, the kids you, you knew were like, played like traveling soccer was a thing for just
1: traveling era, soccer, yeah. Yeah.
0: or they played, um, you know, a traveling baseball team because they might just play a little league. Those were like the elite athletes. Then you had the middle of the pack, and then you had the kids that couldn't tie their shoes together, let alone kick like a kickball. So I hovered near the top of the, of the middle pack. So I was like a, a you know, B. Plus. Not A, but I was like B plus B sort of guy. So, I was C
1: plus B minus.
0: So I was a guy you'd pick. Like after the elite tier was gone, I was one of the first after the elite tier. Maybe not the first elite, but I was like, all right, there's like the five elite kids, six elite. I'd be like maybe eight or nine. I'd be like you know, like a, I'm like a fifth round draft pick, fifth or sixth round, not first or second for sure. But hey, you know, you want to pick me up? I'm still on the board. You know, I'm a good. I was a good dodgeball player. You know. We played a lot of ten pin ten pin dodgeball, which I didn't know was a thing. So you had pins you had to defend as well. Yeah, it made more,
1: I, You, you I played, played ten that. pin dodgeball. I've played that one before.
0: How is that not a real dodgeball thing? That seems like so much more fun than regular dodgeball because
1: you got to defend pins. It was fun. It was There's fun. all sorts of ways to play dodgeball that are great. So, long story short, yeah, Pat and I probably would have been we friends have friends. No
0: kid. drama. I, I, I would have been. I'm I'm, I'm friendly t- towards most people now. You know, it's only I problem people come after me. You know, and then I'm like, okay, all right. You don't want nice Pat. You get you get mean Pat. You get Jersey Pat. You get you get Pat when you have rock band going on next door at two a.m. Oh, Jesus. You don't want that Pat to come out. That Pat might come out more this year. I got a feeling that Pat might come out a bit more this year. Keep it in your pants. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Q and A time on the CU podcast. Hit me, Pat. Don't tap me. If you regularly this is from at Codo one one four Cody Eden. If you regularly
1: snipe eBay auctions, should you be considered a scumbag buyer of the week? Week. Um, so I don't do a whole lot of eBay purchasing. And when I do, it's often not through auction. I just wait for a buy it now that looks appropriate to me. And Even I for it. your Game Boy games? Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. You don't,
1: want, you, don't want to, you don't want to bargain. It's not, not enough.
0: I mean... Well, there's, i I'll put it this way.
1: There's so few regular auctions for games anymore. It's like right. 12%, 20% at most... Most are buy it. So I just wait for a decent buy it now to come up. But um, and which, eBay does their sales every now and then too. Where it's like a ten percent off today only. Like holy shit! Yeah, they did like a fifteen percent off one last week. Um, so, anyways, I don't. I've never done a ton of actual auctions. I have, um, and I've been sniped, and it sucks. But you know, if you had asked me this ten years ago, I'd have been like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's it's such a common practice common practice such a common practice now that i it's not scummy and this
0: is why it's just it's just the way it is this is why it's not scummy because it doesn't alter the ebay rules and because the ebay rules is if i put in a bid for 20 bucks and it's at ten dollars yeah it's going to go up to whatever the ten dollar fifty cent increment unless someone bids above me it just changes the timing of when that happens so that no one can then come in afterwards so what sniping does is it prevents the um the, the the bidding war from happening before the end, my God! Oh, you okay. <laughs> me your foot! I can hear it. Um, so the bidding war before uh, sniping was like, oh, you're going to build the price up from the beginning. It keeps going up, and you get into that psychological war where things go for more than they should. Sniping in theory will, will prevent things from going more than they should because it's really like a silent. It's a silent auction where you put everyone puts in their bids and you, you see where it ends up. It really defines more the value because there's less of the psychological warfare going on, and you don't have to beat your freaking desk. Right. So, do, so in college, when I was, you know, uh, s- transitioning from... Ch- still chubby Pat, I guess, collecting. Thick but quick, Pat. I had to run back from class to, like, bid on, like, that you know, that large... Uh, the, the big box Gyromite games. When I first saw, oh, my God, there's a big box. I had to run back. Right. They didn't have, like, the software tools yet to do that. We're talking, like, 99, 2000. Um, so that alone like using these like now they're just br- you can get the programs, but they're browser snipers like, they work as programs they're great and you can set like the the time it's usually like six seconds you put the bid in and that's it and then you'll knock out the other bids it's the same as if you put the bid in yourself or, right or, it's the same thing it, it doesn't change exactly
1: anything. and I feel like it keeps the cost down for everyone I feel everyone. like that's the thing it, it alters how the auction Sniper doesn't mean you're gonna win right the, the, the auction doesn't play out the way it used to but it still plays out the way it should, and it's not going to go for more or for less than it, it should. It's well, it can go for less because you're oh, yeah, eliminating the, all the bids yes. in,
0: in the middle that would knock it up. Right. It's all at the end. Right. So if so, if someone puts in a bid for a game at a dollar, and then I know, oh, I want that game. I'm willing to pay eighty. And someone's going to willing to pay a hundred. What's the difference if we did it at the end versus in the middle? Yeah, It still would have went up eventually. That $100 bid would have countered my 80 at some point. It's just happening at the end, instead of in the middle, that someone else can come in and do it. Yep. So again, um, the the buyers actually may end up getting less, but it, in, it ensures bids get put in, though. That's, it ensures stuff doesn't get forgotten, so it makes sure that a lot of stuff doesn't get... It's, it's a lot harder for rare stuff games otherwise get lost by the wayside. It's a lot harder, because now when you see uh, this, something come up in your save search, you put in that bid immediately, you forget about it. Right. This is the maximum to pay. Twenty five bucks is gone. So yeah, it's great. It doesn't it doesn't guarantee you're going to win anything. I think people don't understand how the, yeah. the auction bidding system works. Exactly. You put your bid in at last doesn't mean you're going to win it. You push up another person's Business bid, bid. was higher.
1: Yeah. If they if they've still bid more, they're still going yeah, to be. They're you still going to
0: get it because the machine's just going to go. If you bid if you bid the minute an auction opened, say you bid twenty bucks, it starts at a dollar, and I come in and put in my. My uh, snipe at 17. I'm not going to win it. You're just going to win it at 1750. Yeah. It's going to happen at the end.
1: Exactly. So I'm asking Pat his thoughts on the Twitch New Year's Eve event controversy uh, with Ninja. Um, this question was from Shane at SA jewers.
0: Well, you're a big you're a big uh, friend you're friendly with Ninja and of course this is the official I've been uh,
1: uh, I've been on his stream many a few times. Yes. You discuss
0: uh, the latest hair hair color. There the,
1: we go. Uh, the, and, and being but, that, that this is the official Battle Royale uh, podcast right. so have to discuss this. Public Battlegrounds G <laughs> coming from CU publishing 2019. <laughs> we should do that.
0: <laughs> do a cheap knockoff uh Battle Royale game. So, all right. So for New Year's Eve in Times Square, the, uh, Red Bull did a sponsorship with Twitch. They did this event where he live stream games from four to midnight, it, it, it Times Square. That's where all the New Year stuff happens. By the way, if, if you go to those Times Square New Year stuff, I, God bless you. You're staying outside for a day and a half. You're pissing in a pissing in a in a sock. I don't know, so, I,
1: don't know how I, went, to do I went to the Buffalo one because Buffalo has a little <laughs> ball that drops. Got <laughs> a mini Buffalo ball and it's uh, <laughs> holy shit, uh, man. That was a long time ago. We put down a pint of Jagermeister. I uh, know a, a liter. We, we bought a two liter bottle of um, Dr Pepper. Okay. Emptied half of it out. Filled the other half with the the uh, liter of, of Jagermeister. Drank the whole thing down there. Uh, my friend ended up crying in a sub shop. It was it was great. <laughs> Anyways, don't go out on New Year's Eve. That's like the one time no. I ever did.
0: It was but awful. <laughs> uh, but you want to be festive. You want to drink. I don't know. I when I went out for New Year's, in the I past, stay home. I used to hate when I got dragged up on my cousin on a half blind date with whatever his dates cousin was, or sister, you know, paying 90 bucks to go to some club where you hope they had open bar, but a lot of times you didn't. You got,
1: like, two drinks for 90 bucks, and you got hearing loss three days later. Yeah. You know, like, truth be told, I've worked, like, I, I've worked the vast majority of New Year's Eves, and I actually kind of miss it. I kind of miss bartending, like, a private party on New Year's Eve. That was always That fun. was fun. You could yeah, make, I, make,
0: you made cash. I
1: fucking made bank doing All that right, shit. Alright, we're getting out of the way the topic.
0: So, this is what happened. So, Twitch... Wanted to push this because they, they have a partnership. Fortnite's huge. Ninja makes a, whatever, a million bucks a month at this point. So they they put in advertisements for this Twitch event on other Twitch channels. So like the pre-roll ads, you go on a Twitch channel unless you're uh, unless you I think I don't know if they do prime Twitch anymore, but you can sign up and subscribe with that and you don't get the ads. So but if you didn't if you don't, you get these pre-rolls or mid rolls or whatever, post rolls, whatever else they roll every now and then. So uh, Twitch streamers were noticing that. Uh, people were saying, well, oh, they're, they're advertising this other Twitch stream when a lot of people would be playing and streaming at the same time. So you're taking away business from some smaller Twitch
1: streamers who may be partnered or not. They, they could be partnered, but they're not Ninja.
0: So to them, it was it was Dirty Pool.
1: Yeah, because you're advertising someone else's New Year's Eve show when the reality is lots of streamers were probably yes. trying to do their own New Year's Eve shows. And, I mean, yeah. yeah and, and Way you reach in and try to grab... You know, fucking that's that was scummy. And Ninja doesn't
0: need his own publicity at this point. No, he's probably getting paid for the event to be out there and the, fucking on a stage for eight hours playing Fortnite uh, in cold New York City. Like, so he's he's taken care of. He's not hurt by this. Yeah. You're just hurting I understand you have to advertise it. I don't know what a good solution is. Advertising it off Twitch but then you I was going to say at least people.
1: do it at least do it off-site. I mean But then you, that, that's not the audience though.
0: Not, if you advertise on Facebook you're going to have like, you know, 50-year-old uh, men and women be like, well, "What the fuck is this? I don't want to watch this." You know. True. I, but, then, but this is to me this is a weird idea for an event either way though. It's just a weird idea. Yeah. They they showed they showed him doing the floss dance in front of a crowd that couldn't care less like it's cool but I okay like, all right, can we? Can, can the can the floss dance die out? Like now? I don't even know what the floss dance. is. I explained is. it last time. Oh yeah, gotcha. Okay. The, and that kid's suing too. Yeah, I can't do it in the chair. I, I, I I'm I almost bored enough <laughs> to do the floss dance. <laughs> I get it. But but they're doing that, and then there's a couple of co-hosts with them, and I guess it's cool. But I don't know. I don't know if, if the, I don't know if this is the way that Twitch and Fortnite are going to break out into the casual audience. I don't think it will break out into, like, a casual audience. Because if if you're not into this sort of game to begin with, it's not all of a sudden, oh, my God, they're doing a Times Square
1: thing. I'm going to check this out and watch it. I'd argue that it has broken into the casual audience. Fortnite, for sure, everyone I know plays it. It, I I mean... I'm talking non-gamer audience. Sure. It's... Everyone who would watch that show is watching it from the comfort of their own home. So whatever he's doing in front of the crowd, they're not going to get it. They don't care that he's ninja. They don't know his name. They're just like, oh, we're walking outside at you know
0: midnight or 11.30 or 1 a.m. Because usually the parties go to like 2 a.m. Right. Or 1.30 they end up. They're like, oh, this is interesting. A guy on the stage and he's
1: doing a floss dance. And, right. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going home. I'm going yeah. home. And I'm, um, it's, it's misreading your audience and it's misreading the location and time where you should do something like this. Because literally, no one, like I said, your entire audience is... Probably home. At I'm home. watching it. I'll, I'll so swear with their hot pockets. The people celebrate. there don't know who you are. No, and
0: uh, so I don't know what the solution is to this. Uh, if it's the same ad revenue, you'd hope that so if it's Twitch doing it, they don't have to pay for their own ads. Obviously, Amazon slash Twitch. So you'd hope that the ad revenue still got to the people that instead of the regular ads. I'm trying to look for a silver lining. I don't know if I see one.
1: I don't see one. I I, I feel like it was a. And I haven't looked.
0: I haven't looked up how well this stream did. I didn't watch it. Um, so, I don't know. I don't know. Red, Red Bull, given Red Bull has a lot of money. I don't know how much people like Red Bull when Red Bull s- sends a guy to space and has him uh, fall and does all these yeah. weird plane things.
1: How much Red Bull is being d- d- drunk by people? Lots. I remember when I had to like hunt it down at one point. Like I had to. Go, it was that. It was a new hotness. When it was like the new hotness, and like you know, it, Jolt Cola. They went Jolt Cola. Yeah, I, I started <laughs> seeing it at like raves and stuff. They'd sell it there, and then. You know, my dad came home with a can one day. I'm like, where the fuck did you find that? And he's like, oh, this gas station by, you know, where I work. And
0: as look at uh, my Pac-Man limited edition. Yeah. Which oh, I still have to give you some. Um, Red Bull. And you,
1: you just, like, but
0: now, yeah, it became. they become like a culture company almost. Like they, they they've have, evolved from it, soft drink.
1: It's kind of like a It's kind of like a Coke. It, it, like, a, like a small Coke. Coke they, doesn't do
0: this shit, though.
1: It, uh, true. True. Coke
0: doesn't do like Coke Coke is like, well, everyone drinks our shit. We're making so much money, it doesn't matter. Like Red Bull's like you could you could think Red Bull is not a drink company by all the stuff they do. Sure. Yeah. That's Does fair. that make sense? Like that's the difference.
1: Yeah. And and like I remember when it was like one row of small Red Bull cans and now you go and it's like an entire two fucking shelves in a convenience yeah, it's, store. It's it's like one of those things that they probably start in their backyard it's pop like now people th- people drink it like pop which is fucking Soda. Disturbing. We're not in the Midwest here. I I'm I'm here in me. It's pop.
0: All right. Okay, so that's the the thought on that. So if you were streaming, I feel bad if people got away from streaming. but but I think if you're a, if you're a, a smaller Twitch streamer, you probably have a hardcore audience.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know, Your hardcore audience isn't going to care. They're not going to care. And it's like, okay, we You've we, cultivated we, them. We know so. Ninja
0: is he, he's he's not, you can't say he's sold out. He's built up his career. I mean, uh, Drake threw him into the stratosphere and he was on ESPN Magazine co- cover a few months ago, so the guy's world famous he's the most famous uh, professional uh, gamer you know, he's, he was on Jimmy Fallon he basically took the place of PewDiePie he's like the, the cleaner version of PewDiePie for the generation, thankfully you know, so alright, well, um, that's, that's it for this uh, New Year's uh, See You Podcast that's gonna do it's going to do it um, so yeah we'll, we'll have an announcement hopefully within a week about weekly podcasts and or the ninth semi-annual for, NES Marathon yes, the marathon as well won't be annual if it didn't happen in 2018 but um, yeah and then look out for uh, a new NES punk videos in the work Ian I only did one last year which I don't I, don't, I think you may have watched but um, uh, you might oh, watch I did. One. you watched it you yeah. liked it yeah. you, you had a cameo um, so that's happening and then a Kickstarter is going to be happening in the... definitely this month. If it doesn't happen this month, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to jump off sunset cliffs into the Pacific if it doesn't happen. <laughs> I, I mean, I am. I have to get this going. I've got to move on with my life. Yep. So, um, and you and might do some writing for that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. I still want to do the Fire Pro article. Matter of fact, i got to check out the new Fire Pro DLC. Oh, I still have to play it. Yep. That, that's be my resolution to play more games. That should be your fucking resolution. Play more games. My, my, my real resolution... And to get on Tw- I should get on Twitch and
0: actually get on Twitch and not just, like, doing premieres. videos. I gotta. That was the one thing I failed at. I
1: said I was going to be playing games on Twitch, and I just didn't have the time. Yeah, I, I, I panicked and then stopped, but I should probably do you it You panicked? Too. Oh yeah, I, I, had a, I, I panicked and stopped, like, immediately after I got my... Uh... Too many viewers? <laughs> Someone very nice raided me, and it was awesome... But it was, like, late at night, and it was at the end of my stream, okay. and I was just like... I'm going bye-bye. I was like, oh, no. And then I started to, like, panic, and I was like, should I keep going for more? Because this is a really great thing this person did. Who 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 was the raider? Uh, now it, raids are built into Twitch. Like, they're built in. Uh, so they're like- uh, Cody. Oh, okay. Cody um, raided me with, like, 120 people, which was... Overwhelming. Which was fantastic. It was awesome. And I'm, appreciated, I'm appreciative of it. But, yeah, I just haven't gotten myself... I've gotta gotta gather myself a little bit better so that I'm I uh I can handle that better. Sure. Oh, my my New Year's resolution is to just cook more. I'm just gonna cook in the kitchen all the we time. We gotta we gotta hang out more. We don't hang out anymore. Either. It's true. I should make dinner for you yeah. instead of just instead of just sending you pictures of dinner that I'm making. You do
0: do that too often, don't you?
1: Yeah. <laughs> You're like, what are you doing? I'm like, I have the entire counter full of food. All right. Uh, how about you
0: want? Uh, seriously, you want to go to Jimmy every now and then? No. I'll think about Ooh. it. That's not hanging out. It is! Come on! Get our games in together. <laughs> Oil up at the gym. All right. So, for, for, for that guy, Ian Ferguson, have a great 2019. I don't think you would be worse than 18, honestly.
1: Let's not start no, off. Don't jinx it? it. <laughs> jinx. Okay. Yeah, let's Knock not.
0: Knock on, I think this is wood. This is a wood-like substance. Porticle, particle board. <laughs> Thanks for sticking around. And yes. This is going to be, be a transitional year in some aspects. Uh, for my life we'll see uh, Ian, who knows as well'll well we will we'll see what's going on what's on Ian's plate this year you're gonna get punch here. get punch here yeah this might be a rough year for for some people we'll, we'll see.
1: <laughs> all right all right, bye.